0: Look at us. We, will, oh, I, we will not have time to record that on Saturday, because I have four graduation parties to go to.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Uh-huh. Oh. It's like this area we're in teased going green and everyone decided, let's go nuts. They're even shipping a girl up from Florida to have her graduation party up here.
1: But, but was she one of the people at the, at the WWE show that tested positive?
0: Oh, my goodness. I don't even know about that. that I was have... just on Bleeding Cool, but anyway. Yeah. I uh, hate that stuff filters through on Bleeding Cool.
1: But, so you're going to be full-fledged. Gra- Are they at least official graduations and not bullshit graduations, like second and the third grade?
0: No. The, um, I'm almost certain that they're all high school. Okay, that's 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 you know acceptable. Yeah.
1: Because I do hate bullshit. You know agitations.
0: What is not bullshit though is this being episode two hundred ninety two of Longbox Heroes After Dark. Uh, this is going to be the watch along commentary track for the hit film of Dick Tracy. Todd, go ahead, cue up your copy of Dick Tracy. <laughs>
1: Everyone. Oh, I- I have two copies of Dick Trace. Oh, you have two
0: copies? Uh, digital and Blu-ray?
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, there seems to be something smushed between them.
0: <laughs> oh, that was it. No, it was, I saw it uh, earlier today as we're recording this, and we missed the actual release date. The actual release date anniversary would have been this past Monday. Uh, oh. But I say release week, 30th anniversary, <laughs> and we're recording, previewing the past this week. Uh, It's like poetry, because it rhymes, you know?
1: Right. Are you sure it was released, Joe? Or did it escape?
0: (laughs) Listen, if you do not, uh, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, and you did not hear uh, over the last six months, five months, of me gushing over how great this film is, Mm -hmm. um, it was a box office success. It just wasn't a Batman box office success.
1: Well, they moved the goalposts
0: on you, Joe. Right, you know. I'm trying to look to see here what the production budget and all that other sort of shit was.
1: My question, though, is, is it a success if nobody thinks it was a success? I, I think
0: it was a success, Todd. Well, the things in your head don't count. So it, the, the budget for the film was $46 million. Right. And it And it made, and again, that's 1990 money. Mm-hmm. And it made $162 million. Good, good. So it nearly quadrupled its budget.
1: But you don't know what they paid for craft services on that stuff. I don't know, you
0: know, the secret. Uh, the, well, what do you call y- okay. So it's a, it's a, it was a little bit different then, but I think you can use it as a gauge. Because nowadays they say, and I say nowadays, within the last, like, let's say five years, okay? Mm-hmm whatever they claim a movie's budget is double it because what they're telling you is the production budget but you're doubling it to get the marketing and everything else
1: right but i always call bullshit on that Mm -hmm. because a lot of these movie companies are you know own television companies so like all that all that like like with Disney it's like Disney's promoting on you know ABC basketball, basketball on Good Morning America they're not paying for that shit right, or if so, they are it's all getting folded back in and you're and you're you're you know you're you're robbing Peter to pay Paul it it all goes into the same kitty i don't trust the numbers
0: one way or another well but. and okay so and it's weird how the numbers work there as well and you know, because you're talking about, like, to- like let's say the toys, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the toys work one of two ways. Primarily is that you, as a studio, go to a licensor or licensors and say, we have this product, and, you know, make your bids, right? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, you can, if you own the company, then you're footing some of those costs. But I don't think the budget of Dick Tracy, the film is taking into whatever the deal that they had with Playmates who made the toys. Okay. Now, on the flip side, the McDonald's license is different. Because I think there was McDonald's toys for this, or McDonald's glasses or something, right? Right. So, Disney then, as part of whatever agreement they have with McDonald's, at the time, there was a period of time where... Disney was out of favor with McDonald's and then have recently come back into favor with McDonald's. This was the period where they were in favor with McDonald's. So as part of whatever licensing deal Disney has with McDonald's, you're going to take a cut of that deal we pay you yearly and do Dick Tracy stuff with it. Now, is that Dick Tracy budget or is that Disney overall overhead? So it's really, that's right. But then like, We're talking billboards. We're talking commercials. And it's one thing for them to have, like, ABC is playing a baseball game, and there's a, you know, the lower third says Dick Tracy in theaters this weekend. But then when uh, they air the making of featurette in syndication, they're paying for that time for that to air on a bunch of different syndicated stations. When they release a VHS of that special that they aired on tv that's part of that's not part of the 46 million dollar budget that's part of the advertising budget so that's and it all gets into like a weird sticky gray area so that's why they always say a good rule of thumb if whatever they say the budget is double it and that's the actual complete budget of everything involving the film whether it be the film the video games the toys billboards commercials specials anything okay but that being said even a $92 million budget film making $162 million, that's not too bad.
1: No, it's not. But I think there's a stink on the film that that people just think of.
0: You know what I mean? I, I don't know. See, it's, it's real weird, too, because obviously this movie did a little bit different than... This was supposed to be the next Batman, right? That's right. what this was more than likely sold to X as, okay? Whatever X is in your head, right? as the next Batman. And it wasn't. As I look at Batman's numbers, Batman's budget was 35 million, and again, let's say 70 million. and then its box office was 411 million. So even though Dick Tracy's budget was maybe like a third more, it made two-thirds less. OK? Than a movie that came out a completely different year with completely different properties and blah, 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 blah. But when you tell investors and the public at large this is gonna be the next Batman, and it's not, then it's automatically a failure.
1: Right. It's the whole, it's the whole Batman V Superman Donna Justice didn't make a billion dollars, so it was a failure when it made a hundred million dollars south of a billion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even though that was a bad movie, I'm not going to get into that. But I, I know what you're saying. It's it's the whole what it makes versus expectation,
0: right? And you know, flip side of that, you know, if you listen to previewing the past on the Patreon at a dollar a month or five dollars to get a month, blah, blah blah blah, you know, the usual pitch, where the Ninja Turtles movie, which came out earlier in the year to beat the summer rush, budget is thirteen and a half million. So again, we'll double it and say it's twenty seven million. That makes two hundred and two million. So it's still made more than Dick Tracy at a fourth of the budget. Right. So because you have, and that, and Ninja Turtles, for all intents and purposes, ends up becoming the next Batman. And Ninja Turtles was never advertised or told to people as this is going to be the next Batman. It was just like, hey, comic book movies are hot, what could we get cheap?
1: Right, but to be fair, with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, weren't they coming off a high already from the cartoon and like you know the the heroes in a half shells b- shit? You know what I mean? I don't know the 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 you know the, the the timeline on that. If I mean, obviously the movie helped it go into the stratosphere, but
0: right I just now don't the, think the cartoon at the time the movie comes out, the cartoon's already on the air for two years.
1: Right, which I think it was starting to take, you know, basically one of those like the perfect storm, I guess. Then,
0: Uh but but like I said, you know, dollars to donuts, you're talking about these are comic book properties. You know, thirteen and a half million dollars gives you two hundred and two million dollars. Forty six million dollars gives you one hundred and sixty two million dollars. Right, still a success, but still not the success they were hoping for. And I think because it was the success and it was, and listen, as a fan of the movie, you know, this was the benefit of the time because weren't Warren (laughs) Beatty and Madonna, a couple at the time. Yes. And then you have this huge cast of all these like great actors under weird makeup that doesn't like that, like makes them look like weird, gross monsters, like even more so than they already are for the most part. Right. So you have, like, you're spending out all this money, and then you really can't even advertise, like, oh, we have Al Pacino in this movie, because Al Pacino's practically, you know, unrecognizable Mm -hmm. in this, you know? Um, And then I think, if I'm not mistaken, Warren Beatty, it's not close, but it's close enough, I say, is... Coming off Ishtar.
1: Ooh, now there's now, a movie Isht- with- now
0: granted, Ishtar is three years prior, but again, this is when people weren't in like, you know, you spaced your movies out back then, you know. Looking at Warren Beatty, like he'd double up a year or two here, but typically Warren Beatty was like three years between projects for the most part, you know?
1: Right. And probably those double ups would be like, oh, like in post production something happened. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Like they would, it would be the schedule conflicts or whatever. But I know what you mean.
0: Yeah, like shampoo and heaven can wait come out in the same year or whatever it is, right? You know, right? Like that sort of shit. But you, you get what I'm saying, right? Ah, uh, in regards to all of this, um, I say go revisit Dick Tracy, even though it's been buried and hidden by the rest of the world. Don't believe them.
1: Mm-hmm. Believe your own eyes
0: when you see it. But. And then even further, now, and that's the thing. So here's the top 10 films, box office gross, of 1990, okay? Right. Number 10 is Back to the Future 3. Good movie. Number nine is Dick Tracy. Ugh. Okay. Number eight is Driving Miss Daisy. Okay. Number seven is Die Hard 2.
1: Not as good as Die Hard 3, but go ahead.
0: Now, this is a shock to me to see this movie this high, and you'll understand why when I say it. Number six is Total Recall. Wow. It was that late, huh? Well, okay, so the reason I say that is because Total Recall is kind of like a weird movie. Right. But it just kind of goes to show the power of Arnold at the time. You know what I mean? Like you put Arnold's name and picture in a movie and people are going to see it. Whether they understand what's going on or not.
1: Right. I mean, Last Action Hero is, you know, the epitome of that.
0: Well, we're still like three years away from that. I know. The Bloom is not quite off the Arnold roads. Uh, number five is Hunt for Red October. Great movie. Okay. Number four is the aforementioned Ninja Turtles. Love that movie. Number three is Home Alone.
1: Wow. Home Alone, yeah.
0: And now number, number two and number one is, you know, just to give you an idea of where the world was at the time, uh, that number two is Pretty Woman, mm-hmm. and number one is Ghost. Wow,
1: Patrick uh-huh. Swayze in yeah. a movie where he's not fighting the Red Rooster.
0: <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> right. But again, getting, in, getting into budgets, quote unquote, I, I always, like you know, obviously with Home Alone being as high as it is, budget $18 million, and that's probably, like, you don't even have to double that one, because this was technically, like, a low-budget film, if you will.
1: Right, um, half, and of it made... was... half of that was probably on marbles.
0: Right. Or like uh, the micro machines license, but not right. the starting lineup license, because there's the scene in this movie where he shoots the starting lineup <laughs> figures with the BB gun, but they right. have to like block out all the players' things. See, that's the difference between the baseball players' league and the anyway. That's <laughs> another conversation that happened earlier today. Right. Um, but no, so eighteen million dollars is the budget, and it makes four hundred seventy-seven million at the box office.
1: That's a hit,
0: right? That's, and that, that's why Macaulay Culkin is who he is today. Right. For, for better or for worse. Yeah,
1: I was just going to say.
0: But, um, um, yeah, so, uh, da, 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 and then it says, it claims the highest grossing live-action comedy ever, blah, 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 you know, whatever, whatever. But uh, 1990, you know, uh, quite the year. Dick Tracy, though, number nine. The Top ten movie of
1: 1990.
0: Right, Joe. And it, now would it, you say The Valiant's?
1: Yes, the oh, Valiant of superhero movies.
0: <laughs> that came out in 1990.
1: That's right. Um, But I would like you to go to DuckDuckGo, or the uh, official brand, the other one, and write in Warren Beatty Dick Tracy merchandise, and you will see an article that is, the 15 weirdest Dick Tracy movie merchandise items.
0: Let's see. Oh. Uh,
1: and it's some of them are
0: fantastic. Hey, that's on the Retro Network. They're uh kind of friend adjacent to us. Uh, Kevin Hellions, uh, the Mask Library on Twitter, who does the House Show, he does a bunch of stuff over on a uh, Retro Network. Look at that. That's Kismet, Todd. That's Kismet. Is what this that's
1: is. right. That's cross pollination, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but now, if you, okay, so Captain Crunch door hangers. I did not have that because I wasn't eating baby cereal at the time. Right, but did Uh, you see
1: see the one door hanger that's right there on the right? The mob the the knob
0: mob? (laughs) Yes. That's fantastic. I wanna seen that movie before, but it wasn't starring those guys. (laughs) Dick Tracy, the mob knob.
1: (sighs) Oh, the knob mob. That's a different movie. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Uh the wrist radio. I did not have that. Dick Tracy sunglasses. Okay, you know, you're going to just put the logo on whatever it is, you know. Mm -hmm. The Crime Stoppers print kit. I wish I had that. Look at those kids on the back of that box having fun at their computer, Todd.
1: Oh, so much fun.
0: Now, an anomaly from the previewing of the past show, Rad Rollards, which I did not know from the ads because they don't do a good job of explaining this in the previews. That these were collectible action marbles.
1: And now you want them, right? Dick Trace. I do! And I've
0: searched I've searched them out online and no one has rad Rollards. Right. They're they're in like Zombie Sailor's basement or something. He has like a, a, a fresh case of them somewhere and he's just not telling anyone.
1: I think people are using them for fake eyes, Joe. <laughs>
0: uh the Dick Tracy bandanas, which we could use in these troubling times, comma Todd. (laughs) Right.
1: Um, and I did have—I don't know where it came from—the Dick Tracy bandana here. My brother might have had it, but I remember Uh
0: having that in the house. Now, notice, if you will, and again, maybe it might just be the way that that's laid, but the nose on Dick Tracy on the bandana looks more rounded than like the more squared-off nose on all the other merchandise.
1: Right, that's almost like I don't know. Is that supposed to be Ned uh, Ned Beatty
0: as Dick Tracy,
1: uh-huh. <laughs> um, Warren Beatty as Dick Tracy, or the comic? That's like confusing. Yeah. Well, but that's I like-
0: what they were. That's what they were trying to like the you know doing the profile and the recognizable nose, of course. But one would assume that uh, <laughs> Warren Beatty is a little bit too vain for that sort of thing, you know.
1: Right, but the
0: imagine the, if he wore like and that you know what? And I'll bring this up here as a maybe as a bone of contention. Uh, as a forty-three year old man talking about this, all the villains get the prosthetics and make them unrecognizable. Why couldn't you put a little goop putty on <laughs> Warren Beatty's nose to give him the Dick Tracy flat nose?
1: Maybe because he didn't want to. Maybe he wanted to make he wanted to make his Dick Tracy the iconic Dick Tracy. I guess. You forget all the other ones. And why didn't they, do you think anybody put goop on Madonna's face?
0: What now? As part <laughs> of the movie or separately?
1: I don't know. Ask Warren that
0: one. But Now, the he- next item here they mention has a little bit of bone of contention. Uh, the Dick Tracy rain poncho. Uh, mm-hmm. where, when is this article from? Because I just want to see this. Uh, so this article is actually just from earlier this year in February, because they mentioned that there's people selling the swing on this on eBay ranges from five dollars to <laughs> almost 400 dollars at $395 dollars. Todd, I will have you know that person who was selling it for 395 has come down to 391 in the last oh. four months.
1: And is it a, is it a best offer?
0: Uh, no, it's not or it is or best offer free shipping, though. There you go. While we're looking here, let me see if I can get the rad roll R's.
1: I hope you can. Joe lost his marble, so he needs oh those dick trays he wants. <sighs> I'm Shit, glad I they are on there. That. Well, you were probably spelling them wrong.
0: Well, again, they it looks like it would be spelled like roll or's, you know. But it's rollers. Oh, boy. That's going into the save searches. That's going to be my treat for me.
1: <laughs> that's, that's your uh, click through money. Is That's what it's going for. <laughs> for your rad rollers collection. Yes. See if you can find the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles rad rollers. And, and if we can combine on shipping, maybe we'll do that. Let's okay. save this. Right.
0: Ninja Turtles. Yeah, they do have the Ninja Turtle ones, too. I'll see if they're from the same cellar, and we'll get them together.
1: That's right. I lost okay, my so, marbles, too.
0: Right. The Dick Tracy Crime Stoppers gray game from McDonald's. I mentioned before there was some sort of McDonald's promotion. I knew that. Right. Uh, the the Dick Tracy head mugs. Those look distressing. <laughs>
1: What? You didn't want to drink out of uh, Warren Beatty's head or Madonna's head? <laughs> Bring Warren me the skull. empty head? That's why. Right. Bring me the skull of Warren Beatty. I want to drink out of it.
0: <sighs> uh, then there's the Dick Tracy suspenders. Again, just an item that we're putting the Dick Tracy logo on. Now, the clip-on magnets, I think I may have had a couple of these.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I did not have the uh, pink ladies, I mean, breathless Mahoney satin jacket.
1: Right, which I think was maybe in the last previews or is in this one. I'm not sure that we're going to do. I'm pretty sure that's in a previewing the past last month or the upcoming one.
0: The ID composite kit, which again is just like an old toy from the 50s or 60s that we're just kind of repurposing for Dick Tracy. Uh, the Dick Tracy and Breathless grooming kits definitely did not have. But as I look at this, right, mm-hmm. I see that they were like, you know, because they were kind of pushing Breathless because Madonna's hot, of course. That like, oh, you know, Batman didn't have that girl appeal where we could sell Vicky Bill merchandise, but Madonna's hot. Breathless is a big character in the movie. We could sell like we could sell Dick Tracy to girls too, you know? Right? And they didn't. Now, this one is interesting. Uh, This is tenuous at best, where they say uh, (laughs) Charles Barkley and the Referee Murders graphic novels. Mm -hmm. uh, Where it's just Charles Barkley in a yellow jacket. I guess that I said that's close enough, right? (laughs) That's right. And, of course, the Halloween masks are nightmare fuel.
1: (laughs) Fantastic, right?
0: Absolutely.
1: But I want those Gremlin 2s masks that go with it. Oh, yeah? Oh, those are fantastic. Gremlins Now Gremlins 2, underrated movie.
0: Yep, absolutely. Gremlins 2 comes out later uh in 1990. So, we were just getting a sprinkling of it in the uh previews, you know. Right.
1: Definitely a better movie than Dick Tracy,
0: by the way. Uh, uh I You know what? I will absolutely say yes. I I completely agree with that. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So I'm not finding immediately, I'll have to do this later, if there's uh, any seller that has both the Dick Tracy and Ninja <laughs> Turtles Rad Rollers. Right. Now, see, there's a bunch of people on here that actually have it as Rad Roll oars as opposed to ers.
1: You have to put it in both the- ways and see which ones get you the best deal. You don't want to be overpaying on your Rollars, Joe.
0: Uh, it looks like you're going to like pay about 10 bucks well. uh, either way, you know?
1: Right. I was thinking the rollers might have that poncho swing, Joe. Mm. You know, you might get, you know, a couple of them for five bucks. And somebody might have them
0: for a thousand. Who knows? Yeah. There's Batman ones, New Kids in the Block ones, <gasps> Ninja Turtles, all World Wrestling Entertainment ones. Of all your oh, favorite World Wrestling Entertainers, Todd.
1: That's so you could, when somebody's doing a run, and you could throw them on the ramp and they can fall. That's what you want them for. Ugh. I don't need any WWE roll
0: They have Hulk Hogan, Jake, the snake Roberts, <laughs> macho man, Randy Savage, million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, Ult- ultimate warrior and big boss, man, all your favorites.
1: Oh, he is my favorite. I remember when he fed a dog to someone and then. That's- towed a casket behind his car. <laughs> Yeah. All my favorite Big Boss Man moments. <laughs> Wait, no. that My top three favorite Big Boss Man moments are one, uh, when, in no particular order, I just want to say. Obviously, the dragging the casket, feeding the dog, and then fanging and banging, hanging them from the cell in a cell. <laughs> Those are my three favorite Big Boss Man moments. Oh, I'm going to also add... didn't he have a fight with al snow in the hell in the cell where dogs chase them
0: right so that that was the kennel from hell
1: oh that's in my top four big boss man moments
0: see we we were separately there live for the hell in the cell where he was hung from the top of the cage i was there live for the uh kennel from hell as well
1: right which did went went off without a hitch joe absolutely when the dogs were totally just mauling at them and in no way playing with them as they would fall out of the ring or whatever terrible stuff to watch too graphic it shouldn't even be on the award-winning wwe network too vile they should do a dark side of the ring on that
0: match show. <laughs> somebody um and we'll close things out. I actually had other things to talk about. I didn't think Dick Tracy was going to get so much. See, this is why Dick Tracy is good, you know? I was oh, going to talk about how your porch drinking inspired me to drink this weekend as well. So.
1: Oh, I love porch drinking. I might have a drink between now and the, the actual show.
0: And listen, everybody was asleep in my house. If that window was a little bit more than a half hour, I was coming to you with pancakes, you son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: And I had a perf, and I'm mad. And only uh, the, uh, you're a co-host from the wrestling show. I'm mad that I made it a hundred dollars because I should have made it uh, a half that. And then when nobody, when nobody made it, I was gonna go. You, you have failed this fitty. And somebody, and like five people. Anybody who watches Arrow
0: will get that. I, I, I'm aware of Arrow, and I get that. Right, you have failed this fitty. Right, but what I would have so. Again, we I it's it's close, but having to stop somewhere and pick it up and get there in a the half hour, there was no way I was gonna make it, right? Why do you think Todd made it a half hour? <laughs> well, listen. So I wouldn't have to give if, out a hundred. If I lived closer, I would have went to the grocery store, bought you a box of frozen eggs and said, Give my hundred dollars, you son of a bitch. There was no stipulations on their drunk tweeter. That is true,
1: but also it. <laughs> being drunk and smart at the same time going you know what it's after nine o'clock i know all the grocery stores around me are closed i know uh walmart's closed so it's like you have to work to get frozen pancakes like oh does like the convenient have frozen pancakes like and i've never seen them in like a convenient mart so i'm like oh and then like all the restaurants are closed at like eight or nine. So it's not like you're going to a diner and picking up pancakes to go. I was like, I knew what I was doing. I I did the timing and like what time it was. I was like half hour after nine o'clock, nobody's bringing me pan.
0: I don't give a fuck if you live next door and have all the ingredients. You're not making it here in a half hour. (laughs) April could have did it. If she lived next door, she would have whipped you up some goddamn quick pancakes and you'd love them.
1: Right. Speaking of April, the macaroni and cheese did not make it home. I,
0: listen, if ASA choked on the on the uh, the breadcrumbs on the top, I'm almost certain you did. Oh, but I had the wind in my face as I
1: drove to help wash it down. Oh, but yeah, so I wish you could have I would have gladly offered you a drink too, if you brought me pancakes, Joe.
0: Oh. But then I would have been stuck there, you know.
1: That is true. Could you could have slept it off in my front yard. There's hardly any skunks out there. I could have. Yeah.
0: So where was I going? Uh, Something else I was going to say. You had
1: an agenda. I don't
0: know. No, I just mentioned I I had my first drinks, plural, this weekend in well over a year, I'd say.
1: Well, there you go. I'm glad I got you back on the wagon.
0: Yeah, I was at yet another party, and there was a bottle of Jim Beam vanilla that was calling to me. Oh. It was, was whispering to me.
1: I had Crown Royal Vanilla. So good.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So smooth.
0: All right. I've been eating ice cream instead of drinking lately. So,
1: What we need to do is get together, get about 10 drinks in us, and then record an After
0: Dark and see how that goes. We've, we've talked about doing that. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that would ever work. I think it
1: would go swimmingly. I think it would be our last show. I think that would
0: be a great way to go out.
1: hmm
0: How do you triple cancel someone?
1: I think if you triple cancel someone, they're uncancelled. Oh. I think that's how what? it goes. I'm not sure.
0: All right, everybody. Enough, um, enough prattling here. Uh, I'm glad I got to talk about the best movie from 1990, <laughs> Dick Tracy, and all of the wacky merchandising. And, uh, yeah, thanks uh, for listening episode 292, Longbox Heroes After Dark. Correct listening You're order. You're listening makes to more the sense, soon to named network. Week. The Lamborghini <laughs> of Podcast Network.